Broadcasting from down on the bayou, it's the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by Lake Area Media, LLC. And now your hosts, David Boston and Patrick Fry. And welcome to episode 104 of the AMP Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm David Boston. He is Patrick Fry. Make sure you show some love to our show sponsor today, Plexus of louisiana.com or as you can see from the graphic you can just put in tinyurl.com forward slash plexus slim amp amp plexus slim amp now patrick patrick doesn't have to worry about this i was about to say you know what what is this i've seen you use it i know kind of what it does but obviously some folks out there may not have heard of this so Tell them what it is. Yeah, Plexus Slim helps you lose the gut, helps you lose the spare tire, helps you lose excess fat. And what it does, it's a drink that has uh, tons of vitamins in it, but it also has uh, this thing that makes your stomach expand. Um, and when your stomach expands, it sends signals to your brain that tells yourself that you're full. Mm-hmm. So even though you're not full, because you just got a gut full of water and Plexus Slim, yeah. Your brain's thinking you're full, so you're mm-hmm. not hungry. Okay. So it's a hunger suppressant. So it works really well. I take it. I haven't been, I guess, uh, what you would call religious with it, which is why <laughs> it's not working for me right now. Is this one of those things you sort of have to, in a way, marry it? You have to be married to Plexus for it to, because you know some people will use that term when they, like my mother, she's a nurse, and she said, you know, basically, if you want to pass nursing school you have to be married to it for a couple of years is that the same thing with with this plexus slim uh thing they have going on well i've always suspected for years i have cte patrick (laughs) for my days (laughs) in football because i always forget i walk out the door and i always forget to grab my packet of plexus slim when i come to work Uh so people who have a really good memory i don't think it would be hard for him at all I mean, he's just putting this in a bottle of water, shaking it up, and drinking it once or twice a day. Yeah. My, me, myself, I just forget it at home. I just need to bring a bag up here. That's what I need to do. But I'll forget the bag at home. Yeah. So if you <laughs> want to lose some weight, because let's be honest, a lot of us wrestling fans, we're a little tubby, right? We like to sit down, watch wrestling, snack out. We like to play games. We're not the most active people in the world, most of us. Don't want to pigeonhole everybody or stereotype. Mm-hmm. But if you need some help, I'm telling you, when I do take it, it works amazing. I don't, I, I don't, I'm not hungry. And then a lot of you wrestling fans, you've probably been cooped up in the house, obviously, for the past, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 months, however long this pandemic's been going on. But the light is at the end of the tunnel. So, and I know you're going to be going to some wrestling shows, yeah. obviously. You want to be up. able to fit in those seats. <laughs> One, you want to be able to fit in those seats. But hey, you, you never know. You might, you might try to go find love at some of these. Oh, okay. Some of these wrestling events, you know. And you, you want to yeah. look your best. You want to look slim and trim and impress some of those female wrestling fans out yeah, there as well. Boy. I didn't think about that. I've been out of the game for so long. I don't even think about that kind of stuff. Well, I've been out of the game now for let's see, I guess a year and a half yeah. or so, and uh, I still think about those things <laughs> from time to time. Luckily, my girlfriend is not a wrestling fan; and she doesn't listen to this. But yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't get me wrong; I, I I love my girlfriend very much, and I, I would never do anything to hurt her. But you know, I I still have that mindset where you know. Of course, this was my mindset going to wrestling events when I was single. 
Uh, I was like, oh, I wonder if we can find some, you know, even when I went to the Royal Rumble, you know, back in 2020 in Houston, you know, me and the boys were like, let's see if we can find some good old female wrestling fans to link up with. And obviously we were unsuccessful with that. But, you know, that was just the mindset I've had for a very long time. So even though I've been out of the game for a year and a half, it's a mindset that still kind of sticks with me. Our producer just told me in my ear, you got to call on line three. No. <laughs> Can't answer it. Sorry. All right. Yeah, take it. Love it. Lose some of those pandemic pounds. Tinyurl.com forward slash Plexus Slim. P-L-E-X-U-S-S-L-I-M-A-M-P. Plexus Slim Amp. There you go. He just spelled it out for you. Yeah. All right. Well, in today's episode uh, number 104 of the Amp Wrestling Podcast, we are going to talk about the recent uh, releases. It seems like it's round 12 of releases for WWE and also uh, WWE and AEW, we just talked a little bit about this. Uh, they're getting back on the road. They're starting to have wrestling shows uh, outside of their home base, if you will. Uh, we're going to talk about what's coming up. Uh, July is a huge month for both WWE and AEW hitting the road and the shows they're going to put on. Also, uh, Nikki Bell had gotten some heat. Uh, this past week after some resurfaced comments she doing? made about the late great China. Granted, she made the comments before China passed, but it was still some questionable comments she made. She came out and apologized. We'll talk about that. Also, Ronda Rousey and Travis Brown, we found out what uh, gender they're having as far as the gender of their baby. We'll talk about that. Uh, Seth and Becky uh, tied the knot earlier this week. We'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, I think this is the return. Have we had a cheap heat segment since we've come back from our long hiatus? We've had one. Okay, well, this is the the second return of the cheap heat segment. Eddie Kingston had some comments after Dynamite went off the air last Saturday. Bully Ray had some comments about those comments. We'll talk about that in Cheap Heat. Both of them involved Bully Ray. The other one was Bully Ray and Kenny Omega. What were you talking about? Oh, yeah, uh, you're right. The the Cheap Heat segment we did, I guess, a a handful of episodes ago. Yeah, Kenny and all the belts, yeah. yeah, I'm shocked you remember that because me, I just do not remember. The only thing I remembered was when we had Bryce on. Maybe you have CTE, too. Maybe I do, but um, the only thing I remember, I remember the other day we were talking about our longest episode ever, and when we had Bryce Boudreaux on back, it was episode number 28, which was probably, I don't know, mid early to mid-2018 sometime, long time ago, tell you what. Life lesson 386,000, do not ask Bryce Boudreaux what he has been up to. Bryce Boudreaux could talk, which makes him a fantastic uh, podcast guest, and I certainly... Uh, expect we'll have Bryce Boudreaux on more often what we had him on on our pro wrestling 225 reaction video last week which got a lot of um, interaction Mm -hmm. so we're very uh, grateful for everyone that reacted to it some of the wrestlers that were in the match came into the chat and uh, talked about it as well so uh, that was a really fun stream looking forward to doing more of those Uh, and also having Bryce Boudreaux come on the show here and there, uh, whenever he's, he's a busy man. So but we won't give a damn what you've been up to, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I care what you're up to, Bryce. But uh, also, we get the rumor mill, of course. Uh, WWE mandatory training sessions. They got to get back into live audience shape. 
So they can't do that fake stuff like you talked about last week. Well, here's the thing: uh, I, I may have to re- retract Uh-oh. what I said because Uh-oh. there was apparently a photo I saw of Lashley choke slamming or do I think it was a choke slam. What he did to Drew McIntyre, and apparently there was a table underneath him. According to this picture, unless they photoshopped it, which I would not put it past the people at WWE to be tremendous photoshoppers, but it, live it seemed very. You said you saw a hand under the map. No, a piece no, of table no, up there. it was there. No, that was there. You can go back and watch that. But I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know. At this point, I don't know. He's befuddled. I, I really don't know. Uh, you know. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm about to ask Drew McIntyre or Bobby Lashley what exactly happened there or whoever was under the ring, who, yeah. who I don't know. Uh, also, Baron Corbin's backstage image. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he's well, he's well hated among the, mm. the wrestling fans. I yeah, mean, he's, he's probably one of the top heels they've had in some time in recent memory. Um, so, But what, what's his image like backstage? We'll talk about that. Also, also Sanjay Dutt, is he headed for the Forbidden Door? We'll talk mm-hmm. about that. And uh, there was an injury at the AEW television taping last night. We'll talk about that as well and everything else. Coming up on The Average Marks, episode number 104 for Thursday, July the 1st, 2021. Halfway through the year already. Yes. Find us on your favorite social media platform, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. Just search Amp Wrestling podcast and before we get into this yesterday was june 30th yeah impact knockout sue young had a birthday uh-huh and we shouted her out yeah on twitter we i noticed on twitter today that she gave a shout out back to impact wrestling for saying happy birthday to uh-oh, her oh but guess who she forgot to send out a birthday thank you to so a special screw you goes out to sue young Sue Young, all you had to do was just, you know, who did give us kind of, I wouldn't say a, a shout out back at us, but she did retweet us on her when we gave her a birthday shout out. And we got a ton of interaction. I think it's just because yeah. who it was, Alicia Atute. Atute. Yes. Uh, the the lovely Alicia Atute. Yeah. Uh, I think. Uh, MLW, you better I think sew it, her up. AEW's coming, I'm telling you. I think it was all the uh, the the wrestling, the, the Alicia simps out there <laughs> just trying to put some some likes on that and, and whatnot. But she retweeted it, and we got a bunch of interactions for it. So thank yeah. you, Alicia. Uh, we certainly appreciate that if we didn't if we did not thank you on a previous episode. And James Storm gave us a a, a heart. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, James Storm showed us a little bit of love too. Yeah. Not as much love as Alicia did. No. Uh James Storm didn't quite as attract as much attention to our, our Twitter account as Alicia did, but uh, Alicia just for some reason moves yeah. the needle like that. I don't know why. Yeah. I can't quite put my finger on well, it. Sue Young, all you had to do was play the game. Yeah. It's not that hard. <laughs> hey, thanks, Amp. That's all. All right. I asked Nick Aldis what we can do for you on Twitter. Yeah. His Twitter was freaking dead before we came along, and I'm pretty sure it's dead again. It could be, but we're blocked. So Screw that guy. We don't know. All right, let's dive into the first topic. Um, around, like I said, 12 of WWE releases was last Friday, of course, the day after we recorded last week's episode. They couldn't have done it 24 hours earlier, so it gave us something to well, talk about last sucks. week. sucks. So... Uh, here are the list of people that were uh, released uh, on June 25th, last Friday. Uh, not as, it, you know, we, they had that time when they released Samoa Joe. They had the time when they released 
Braun Strowman. Those were some pretty big release, uh, how can I say this, packs of wrestlers. This one was a significant pack of wrestlers, but probably not quite as big as a Samoa Joe, who now obviously is back working with WWE and NXT. Uh, but Braun Strowman, obviously, so far, in my opinion, has been the biggest release of them all, both figuratively and literally. I, I, you probably saw what Samoa Joe said about his release, huh? Yeah, I did. Um, we were calling it on here that Triple H was going to be pissed. And as soon as Triple H got out of a morning meeting, called Samoa Joe. Did we call that the day of? or? Uh, w- I don't know if it's the day of, but the podcast after he got released. Yeah, or like we're, the we're, next podcast, I guess, but... I, like I said, I don't remember what we talk about from week to week anymore. Well, there was that rumor that the WWE brass didn't talk to NXT if they wanted Joe. Yeah. And as soon as Hunter got out of his morning meetings, called Joe up and said, hey, I'm working something out, bro. Yeah, Triple H is a huge Samoa Joe guy, apparently. Yeah. But but last Friday, June 25th, Ever Rise, uh, Chase Parker and Matt Martell, Fandango. That, that guy was, was still working there? Yeah, him and uh, Tyler Breeze, uh, still a tag team in NXT. They wrestle from time to time. Aria Davari, Tony Nese. That was a bit of a surprise. Tony Nese, man, he's got those abs. Great man. beard. That too. August Gray, formerly known as Anthony Green. Tyler Breeze, of course. Uh, the Bollywood Boys, also known as uh, the Singh Brothers. Marina Shafir, uh, which was a little less surprising because Jessamine Duke had already gotten released and her and Sh- Shafir were... Uh, Sucking together. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, Kurt Stallion, uh, Arturo <laughs> Ruas, I think Kurt is how. Kurt Stallion. Uh, Killian Dane, that was a little surprising. He was uh, kind of a big deal for a little while. And uh, Tino Sabatelli. So uh, that's the list of WWE releases. Um, like I said, I, I don't, I don't want to say there's any real surprises here. These were a lot of people that they weren't doing anything with. And what's surprising to me is the fact that they're doing this thing in waves and the waves are just continuing to to come through of releases um you want to sit back and wonder now was that the last wave of releases for the time being or could there be another wave of releases at least talent wise i think there's been a lot of behind the scenes releases as well but we don't hear about those we just hear about the talent releases and whatnot at least the the significant talent uh on the on the air, but um, you know, like I said, nothing really surprising here. I think the bigger, the biggest names that were let go, obviously Fandango and Tyler Breeze. Also, Tony Nese was a, a pretty significant name, and uh, Killian Dane. I think was another one that was, uh, like I said, pretty big for a little while. But uh, all the other ones, like Everrise, I, I never really seen them before. I've heard of Arya Davari, August Gray, never heard of them. Bollywood Boys, obviously. Uh, the Singh brothers, when uh, when Gender was uh, WWE champion a few years ago, uh, they were running with him. So Gender comes back and he can't even bring his boys with him. What a bitch! <laughs> uh, Marina Shafir, um, Roger. She's going to go back to MMA. I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I don't know how old she is. I don't know if she's in MMA shape anymore. Uh, I really don't know uh, what she's going to do. All I know is. Um, her and old Roddy Strong, or I don't know, they might try to make a baby. Who knows? Yeah, she might try to trap that dude. She'd be like, man, I'm unemployed. I need to get pregnant. Maybe so. Well, we'll see. But uh, she's she's been let go, and like I said, uh, along with the other. So another round of WWE releases. 
what can you do? Huh? I wonder if, because you've had so many billion dollar deals, obviously this isn't over money anymore. All of these releases have to be, look, kid, you're never going to make it. That's got to be the reason, right? Otherwise, they keep them around. Well, they they're claiming it's budget cuts. Maybe uh, budget cu- how? It's <laughs> because obviously WWE is getting ready to be sold. <sighs> That's what everyone's been speculating over the past couple of months. Budget cuts. Well, I don't. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes there, and I don't know. I really don't know what to what to think of. It seems it's becoming normal now. Releasing just just like a. A buttload of talent every every week. It would it would appear now. At one time, they were pushing Fandango pretty hard. Yeah, and then you know he made the comeback with the Fashion Police, and all of a sudden you don't have anything for this guy anymore. Yeah, um, and you know Fandango, he kind of I mean he had one of the better starts to his WWE career yeah. that you could ask. I mean he beat Jericho at WrestleMania twenty nine one on one match with one of the all time greats. Jericho was pissed. Well, yeah, Jericho didn't want to do the job, but he certainly was like, you know, whatever Vince says, you know, I'll do it. But it and boy, how far, you know, how far has he fallen? Now, him and Tyler Breeze with the Fashion Police—that was a really good idea. I think they meshed well together. Uh, so I think those two guys will certainly do good things. I think if they can stay together, go somewhere else, I think they'll do big things. And uh, you know, Tyler Breeze. Um, he was a big contributor on Up, Up, Down, Down, mm-hmm. Xavier Woods' YouTube show, which I believe WWE owns. So I don't know if Tyler Breeze is going to continue to be able to do content on Up, Up, Down, Down, but according to Cruz, Cruz told me like Tyler Breeze is apparently like the number two guy behind Xavier Woods yeah. on, and I think even Tyler Breeze um, did something uh, like, tweeted specifically like to Xavier Woods thanking him for his friendship and all this other stuff so um we hope that and I don't keep up with what up 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 down down does but hopefully if Tyler Breeze is you know a bigger contributor as what I'm being told he is on up up down down that he can continue to do it in some shape or form but well, maybe know. that's a kiss of death because Braun was on Up, Up, Down, Down all the time, too. I don't think that's the kiss of death. Oh. I think WWE, like I said, <laughs> WWE owns it. So it's. I think it's a pretty big cash cow for WWE because it was Xavier Woods' channel for a little while, and I guess WWE bought it from him and said, you can continue to run it. We just own it now. Yeah. So maybe that's what yeah, man, that, that could be what the case is. But. You think WWE owns the rights to the Fashion Police gimmick? It's very possible. Damn. I don't know for sure, but it's certainly possible. I mean, WWE owns a lot of a lot of things that obviously the wrestlers there have done. So because that can't be done elsewhere. Uh, you know, we were talking in the chat the other day, and I think it was also Cruz or Brink that brought it up that, you know, uh, Tyler Breeze owns that wrestling school with Sean Spears. Yeah. Fashion Police will work great in AEW. I think a lot of things will work great in AEW. Now, I don't know, though, because... There's so know, many fashion faux pas in AEW, bro. Yeah, you're right. That is true. But I don't know. Well, let's see. I'm assuming they all have the 90-day no-compete clause, so they'll mm-hmm. kind of have to just sit around for 90 days and do nothing. And maybe in 90 days, they'll show up. 
uh, somewhere yeah. in AEW. So who knows? All right. Anything else on this topic? No, I mean they work for WWE, so they got to go work for AEW now. <laughs> AEW <laughs> yeah, now, you're right. right. Yeah, that, that that seems to be the the pattern happening these days. But all right, next uh, speaking of AEW and WWE, next topic of discussion is the show's going back on the road, man. Yep, boy. I'm excited. They had the final AEW Dynamite of the pandemic era at Daly's place last night. Uh, they had a cool little package at the end of the show. Uh, right before Jim Ross called it WWE <laughs> Dynamite, but God bless um, cool, really cool video that D- AEW put together. They had a lot of Brody Lee in there, so it was kind of a, one of those emotional things. But man, so many great moments uh, of the the pandemic era at Daly's place. Really cool video. So if you haven't seen it yet, go check it out. I think somebody put it up on uh, actually All Elite Wrestling tweeted it, and I I think I well, I retweeted it on my personal. Uh, Twitter, but I guess I should go retweet it on. Dad I should go retweet it on the the amp. Yes, Twitter. Hey, do you think Jim Ross is a hindrance to their commentary team? You think it's getting to that point? I think it was at one time. I think he's getting better. I think it's just because I. I mean, it's he's one. He's never worked with Excalibur before AEW. Two, he. I mean, he worked with Tony Schiavone long time ago. I mean, it's been forever. It's been yeah, probably but those two guys can work with anybody, man. Come on. Yeah. So, and I think the three man booth, I don't think that's one thing. Jim, I don't even know if Jim's really used to that three man booth. Mm-mm. It's the same in King. And then he's older too, you know, like yeah. at the end of the day, father time is undefeated. Uh, not just when it comes to being in athletics, but maybe doing commentary. And I think he's, he's doing okay. And obviously he had his, his moments where, you know, you know the the internet meme where they bonk someone for being horny. <laughs> he, he had his moments of whatever you want to call it of getting his moments where he could have get got bonked, so to speak. But I think he's coming around. I think he's maybe kept getting a groove and stuff. And I think when the the fans come back, I think he can feed off the crowd mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. And I think that's one thing Jim Ross always did well was feed off the crowd reactions and how. He delivered his call for whatever the scenario was, but um, so. But speaking of the crowds, they are going back on the road. Let's first talk about AEW Dynamite next week. Uh, their first show outside of Daly's place since uh, March of 2020. They're going to Miami. Um, still won't be the first uh, show outside of Florida because WWE's been in Florida. AEW's been in Florida, and uh, WWE, of course, went to Tampa for WrestleMania, so that was still in Florida. But They should call that one Babes and Bikinis and have, like, chicks in sand and bikinis. I'd be okay with that. But uh, here's the lineup for next week. Cody Rhodes and QT Marshall will be in a South Beach strap match. Mm. Of course, Cody Rhodes' father is uh, known for those strap matches. So Yeah. Uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, six-man tag, Inner Circles, Jake Hager, Santana, and Ortiz will take on the Pinnacles, Wardlow, and FTR. That should be interesting. Uh, also, I'm looking forward to this one next week. Andrade El Idolo will make his AEW in-ring debut next week against Matt Seidel. Oh, that'd be good. That'll be a really good. And Now, I do want to say this real quick. I don't know if I'm a fan of the name Andrade El Idolo. I don't know. It, to me, it just does not roll off the tongue unless you, know, you unless you can speak fluent f- Spanish. That's what I was just saying. You're not Spanish. 
it in in English trying to say it, it it just to me it sounds dumb when Vicky says it too. It it's at well yeah, it, well it, it, a lot of things Vicky says sounds dumb <laughs> just because of the way she sounds, but like when anybody that has, you know, an English background tries to say it, it just does not roll off the tongue mm-hmm. very good. Um uh, the only person it sounds good coming out of, and even sometimes I'm coming like, eh, is Andrade. Yeah. So from here on out, I'm calling him Andrade. Or if Alberto Del Patron said his el, name. El, el Patron. El Patron. Yeah, that... Nah, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> uh, but Andrade, Matt Seidel, next week one-on-one. Chris Jericho and MJF will have a face-to-face standoff next week. And uh, this one's going to be, I think, fun to watch. This will be one of the funner matches to watch. It's a mixed tag team match. Chris Statlander and Orange Cassidy taking on the Bunny and the Blade next week. So that'll be from Miami next week at the James L. King Center. Following week, July 14th, Fighter Fest Night 1. As I look at the matches they have so far for that, okay, they don't have those matches yet. But be back in Jacksonville? No, that's going to be in Cedar Park, Texas. Ah, okay. So te- Texas is getting. This is, uh, I think, in the greater Austin area. Are they going to places that have had like mass shootings for Friday Fest? Isn't that what it's based off of? I don't know. Th- the I think the the proceeds will go to gun violence victims or something uh, like that. I don't think necessarily they're going to mass shooting locations, yeah. which unfortunately in this country is almost everywhere nowadays. Mm-hmm. But. Um, AEW Fighter Fest will be in Cedar Park, Texas, July 14th. AEW Fighter Fest, July 21st, will be in Garland, Texas, which is the greater Dallas area. Yeah. So, like I said, Texas is getting some shows this month between AEW and WWE. So, if you're in Texas, man, um, live it up, man. <laughs> uh, Before the Delta strain comes over there and kills everybody. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't think that'll happen. But unless you're, if you're not, if you're vac- not if you're vaccinated, I'm pretty sure the vaccine will. Fight off the, the no, Delta variant. People uh, that have been fully vaccinated, they're catching Corona. Well, also off of this Delta well, stream. Also, the uh, the variant. vaccine. Well, the, well, no vaccine is one hundred percent effective anyway, so yeah. it's still possible to catch. Very slim, but it's still possible for a vaccinated person to to catch it. Damn Mississippi, and feel, and feel the effects of it too. Infecting the nation. Well, you know what? We're, we're not even going to get into the discussion <laughs> of the of COVID. COVID, as far as I'm concerned, I'm done with it. On to, on to AEW Fight for the Fallen, yeah. July 28th, Charlotte, North Carolina, the Queen City. Yeah, boy. A Ric Flair appearance? Woo! Maybe. I doubt it. No, no way. Yeah, no shot. I bet you Vince would never let Ric Flair go. Why would he? No, I wouldn't either. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, WWE, Friday, July 16th, uh, their first live show back, SmackDown Live, Friday night, July the 16th, Houston, Texas. Uh, you're going to get that, that show. And then two days later, Money in the Bank in Fort Worth, Texas. The next night, Monday Night Raw in Dallas. So there's going to be like a, a week and a half span yeah. where Texas is getting some shows. So like I said, if you're in Texas and we're 30 minutes from Texas, unfortunately I won't be able to attend one single show and it's killing me, but I will certainly watch all these shows on television. My cousin lives on the outskirts of Dallas, but he doesn't like wrestling, so screw him. <laughs> yeah, screw him. <laughs> um, and then uh, the next week, Friday, July 23rd, Friday Night SmackDown goes to Cleveland, Ohio. Then Monday Night Raw will be in Kansas City, Missouri. And then uh, Friday, July 30th, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Friday Night SmackDown, maybe a Brock Lesnar return. Ooh. 
It's Minneapolis. Maybe a Sable return? No. You don't think so? Doubt it. Zero, S- zero, zero percent chance. Sable making a run in? No shot. <laughs> no shot. So, yeah, that's a little bit of a look at the, uh, obviously, the return to the road for AEW and WWE, and still plenty more shows beyond that. Looking forward to having fans back in the, the arenas, uh, not just, you know, because in, at Daly's Place has probably been some of the same fans, different fans here and there, but I'm ready to see them go to different parts of the country and see how fans in certain parts of the country react to certain wrestlers. So. Bro, for the first year of them just hitting new cities back, yeah, like it's going to be electric in there, every oh, yeah. single arena. I'm hoping like the fans really bring it because obviously oh, they you are. Know, the fans have just been like I said, either stuck in their house or not been able to go to a wrestling event. Or on and, a stupid screen. Yeah, and I mean, you know, we went to the Royal Rumble in 2020, and it was just electric in there, especially when Edge returned. Man, it was mm-hmm. amazing. Hey, before we get too far from AEW, mm-hmm. uh, if you haven't liked us and followed us already on Facebook, at Amp Wrestling Podcast, speaking of AEW, Darby Allen is going to be appearing in Jackass 4. Yes, I did see that. I wonder if he's going to give Steve-O... And Ollie on the back with the uh, uh, the skateboard. Yeah, the skateboard with the uh, thumbtacks on it. I tell you what, when I did see that, first thought was um, perfect casting. Yes. By the way, uh, Darby Allen uh, damn near kills himself in the in in, in the wrestling ring. So uh, why not try to almost kill yourself in Jackass Four? Which yeah. you know somebody was saying on on Reddit, they were kind of bummed out about you know the, the whole Bam Margera thing. Uh, he's not going to be a part of it, but uh, they got him, and they also got uh, who's that other comedian that just did that show, that movie on Netflix? What's his name? God, he's a mm. he's a comedian. He just did the show on Netflix, and it was like a jackass style movie, and I can't remember the name of it. And I watched it, and it was hilarious. Hold on, let me look it up I real can't quick. Remember, I'm going to look it up real quick. Uh. It's it's a it's a fairly new movie. If I look it up here real quick, come on, where is it? Is at? it a young comedian? Uh, I wouldn't say he's a very young comedian. He's oh my god! And like I saw his name today, I do not remember what it was. It was a movie where I'm not even gonna get into it because it's <laughs> not, not that it matters. But there's another comedian who is going to be part of the Jackass movie. It has nothing to do with wrestling, but I'm just looking forward to that. So I wonder if Bam ever raised the money on GoFundMe to make his own movie. Because that's what he wanted to do after he got kicked off. Yeah. But... He said he was going to make it ten times better than Jackass. A hundred times better than Jackass. <laughs> well, if he does, uh, I-, I might go check it out. But Jeff Tremaine had to get a restraining order on him because he threatened to kill his kids. Yeah. Bam. What's up, my man? By the way, WWE just confirmed uh, that they were returning to Madison Square Garden for Friday Night SmackDown on September 10th. There you go. So uh, WWE just tweeted that out as we are live here on on the uh, recording the podcast. But all right, let's uh, breaking news. Breaking news and amp exclusive. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next yes. topic. So Nikki Bella got into some hot water. How you doing? About Something she said back in 2013, she was on a podcast or a show or something, and they were making fun of how China looks like a man, basically. This is before China passed away, about mm-hmm. three years before. So 
while it's not as bad of a look as if she did it after she passed away, it's still nowadays it probably wasn't that bad of a look in 2013. It was bad, but not as bad as it is now. I mean, the world's. Do you have the name of the podcast she was on? I have no idea. Uh. I do not know, but apparently making fun of her. How do you book Nikki Bella? We need to get on that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it was a podcast. Or sh- I, I don't know, but she was somewhere on the record making fun of China and how she looked like a man. But uh, and it, it resurfaced eight years later. But um, Nikki Bella came out. She said, I want to sincerely apologize for a comment I made over eight years ago on Fashion Police. That was the name mm. of it. I am sorry and embarrassed by my 29-year-old self who offended China and in turn hurt her family and others. I wish I could take it back. Please learn from me. It's not worth hurting someone's feelings for a meaningless laugh. China will always be remembered as an icon and pioneer who helped create opportunities for women in wrestling that exist today. Thank you, China. That's what she had to... She, she typed it out on like the notes, I guess, on mm-hmm. her iPhone and posted it, but... Mm-hmm. What are your think, thoughts on that? Do you think she's only saying I'm sorry because China's dead? I think she's only saying sorry because it came up. I think she is somewhat sorry. I think had this never surfaced, she would never. She probably would, she probably forgot about it to be honest, and that's okay because, like I said, I forget about you know what we talked about three weeks ago on the podcast. Three weeks ago, last week, yeah, even last week, but certainly. She obviously probably forgot about it. It resurfaced, and she probably was embarrassed about it and whatnot and apologized. And and uh, I guess members of China's family run her Twitter account still. Uh, they tweeted out, Nikki has apologized on her page and in private. It was sincere. Please stop attacking her. Her apology has been passed on to the family. Also, she has grown as a person. There is no hate or ill will. Please build each other up, not tear down. China believed in forgiveness. Who's attacking Nikki Bella? Who still gives a damn about China in 2021? You mean Nikki Bella? No. Or China? Supposedly these people attacking Nikki Bella for what she said. Well, I think it's people... China doesn't have any more fans that give a damn? I think she does. No. I, I think she does. Because no. there's still people that want her to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. Even after her. her dressing up like She-Hulk in a porn? Uh, maybe, but, you know, wrestling wrestlers have done things outside of wrestling and still, <laughs> still have kept their fans. I mean... But um, and there's still a lot of people out there, myself included, who think China needs to be inducted into the Hall of Fame just as China, not as a member of D-Generation X. Um, so anyway, Nikki Bella, though, apologized. I think it's water under the bridge now. And and what was so wrong about it? She did look like a dude. Yeah, I mean, she did, but... I mean, after she got those surgeries, though, she was a nice-looking lady. Yeah, which you would expect they, surgeries yeah, to do. Yeah, even on the Howard Stern show, like back in the early 2000s, I think they had Triple H on. They asked her about, asked him about when he dated China. And I was like, man, she looked like a man. Like, you know what? You know, and just made fun of her, whatever the case may be. But uh, that was a long time ago. So, um, and I wouldn't even say they made fun of her, but they just straight up said she looked like a man. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's, I don't even know, I don't even know if you can consider, consider that making fun of her or just making an observation or whatever the case may be. But, um. Nonetheless, Nikki Bella apologized. I was kind of like, whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Either way, um, I wasn't one of the ones bashing her. Do I think her apology is sincere? Yeah. Do I think she would have apologized if this ever if this never had resurfaced? No, because she probably forgot about it. So, 
She's probably just worried about a reality show she probably has, like getting ready to launch off or something. Didn't she like marry like a famous dancer? Maybe I don't know. I don't keep up with I don't keep up with them. Some so. guy that's on like dancing reality shows and stuff. Like I said, I, I don't. All I don't know is they beat up Bailey at WrestleMania. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I know. That is all I know. Unless you got dumps in the trunk. What? What? Ooh, all right, we are uh, we're, we're going a little slow here. We're a little behind, but let's dive into the next the next hey, couple of topics. We'll kind of we're not on it. radio. We're never no, behind. No, we're not on radio, but you know we try to keep it. We're having a good time here, Patrick. Yeah, Friday. we're having a good time. I know, <laughs> but you know we like to we don't we don't want, we don't want to get too carried away. Yeah, and go too. We got comments in that comment section. No, we have no comments. Damn it! Not that I can, nope, no comments. It's dry today, as, as, as <laughs> always. She said. As always. Yeah. Um, so next thing we're going to talk about is Ronda Rousey, Travis Brown, yes. having a girl. A little baby girl. Yeah, so a little Ronda Rousey running around, uh, probably putting all the little boys in armbar submissions and making them tap out and shit. And, um, so that'll <laughs> yeah. be that'll be fun. But, uh, yeah, Ronda, uh, there's a, obviously a picture of Ronda in like a one-piece bathing suit with, uh, you know, big old pregnant. And you know what's crazy is that Ronda took off two years ago. Yeah. To get pregnant. Yes. And, you know, they never got pregnant. I don't know if there was why, but now she's pregnant. And and good for them. Mm -hmm. Congratulations and everything. Uh, And it's funny how I think it was, you know, the beginning of this year, before we knew she was pregnant, there was starting to be rumors. And it was Ronda coming back to WWE. And I think Nick Khan, the president, came back and said, Ronda Rousey will be back in WWE at some point. We don't know when. And then not long after that happened, oh, Ronda Rousey, I'm pregnant. I don't think she's ever coming back. I'm starting to think that, too. Like? I think she'll come back. There's going to be a payday big enough to where she can't say no. Oh, yeah. She will not come back full time, though. Guaranteed, she will not. Because when she was there, she had a full time run. She was there, and she she. I'll give her that. She was there full time every week. But she's not coming back full time. No, no shot. Yeah. And you know, for that whole two years, you know, we were making fun of Travis Brown, saying he was shooting blanks and whatnot. And uh, by God, man, what took so long, Patrick? Me and you could have had her knocked up in a week, at least a month. Well, I don't know. I mean. It wouldn't have took long to knock her up, or as I say, the process of knocking them yeah. up. Wouldn't have took long for me, that's for sure. But um, certainly, I don't know. Like I said, we we had talked about this before. I don't know if there were. I don't think. I, I like to think there wasn't any major issues. Maybe it, sometimes these things just take time, and um, and and you gotta, as they say, be in the right place at the right time. And Travis Brown, I guess, finally one night was in the right place at the right time. Maybe he was taking the roids and it kind of, you know, after with his sperm count. Well, I, I don't, I'm not an expert on what roids do to your sperm count or how that affects your ability to have children. <laughs> but if he was on steroids and steroids do affect your ability to have children, of course then, they do. Okay, well, I guess they do. <laughs> but uh, then that, that could have been it. But we don't know. But all I know is that I found it funny that we were. You know, Rhonda after two years wasn't pregnant, and we were like, okay, maybe she just come back to WWE soon. And all of a sudden, oh, I'm pregnant. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, okay, well, I guess she's not coming back for a little while longer then. Yeah, um, it was a fun two years though. Yeah, 
Uh, speaking of pregnant, yes, uh, who was pregnant was Becky Lynch. You they know had, she was. They had their baby back in uh, December. Seth ruined the whole damn man run. <laughs> well, the man she run, was the hottest she's ever been. Well, the man run's going to be coming back very, very soon. But uh, Seth and Becky, well, this past week uh, they got married. Mm-hmm. So they've obviously been engaged for a little while. And they had their baby, and now they're married. And uh, I don't know if it was planned ahead of time or if it was a spur-of-the-moment thing because Seth Rollins, on I think it was Seth Rollins on yeah. his Instagram story, right. had like a picture of Becky. Like It's like he was far away from Becky, took a screenshot, and they were out in some little scenic area. Looked like... It looked Hawaii. like, well, yeah, maybe maybe Hawaii or some kind of beach setting, yeah. and it looked like they might have been working out or something. And Seth's like, eh, it's, a, "It's a good day to get married." Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's just completely random." W- was this in the plan? It was like a Wednesday. It was it was early this week, actually. It was yeah. a Tuesday, somewhere around in there. It was in the middle of the week. I know that, but they got married. So congrats to them. I wonder if it happened just then, because if you look in the photo. Like she's not dressed. No, it's the thing. Married. Like it looks like they're dressed to like work out. What if they were working out? Seth's like, hey, uh, when we're done, we'll take a shower and get married. Uh, you know, yeah. like, like just like that. We're just Ma- out of the middle of nowhere. I mean, they were engaged, so obviously there were plans of getting married. But I, I don't know if they had set a date. Uh, like I don't know what their plans were, but yeah, they were obviously planning on getting married in some way, shape, or form. Speaking of get married, if you want to get married, Patrick Fry can help you out. That he is ordained oh. in the state of Louisiana. I thought it was about me getting married. I was like, let's slow it down here, slow it down. <laughs> no, you can officiate weddings. I can officiate weddings. Yes. You know what? Damn it! I bet you he paid for somebody. If he'd have just flown us out there, we would have did it for free. Yeah, I could have. Well. I don't know if I'd have done it for free, but... You wouldn't have married Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch for free? Small, what a piece small, of... Look, let's put it this way. I would have charged them $100, You would have flied us out to Hawaii, dog. I would have charged them $100 plus uh, airfare and accommodations um, because $100 for Seth Rollins is absolute jack shit. So, hey, man, I got to make some money because at the end of the day, even if you're paying for my flight... And my oh, hotel, I, I still got to go out there and buy food. Patrick will never put this podcast over. <laughs> hey, look, I got to make my money, man. That's my side hustle, <laughs> marrying people. But, but yes, they got married. Congrats yes. to them. Um, like I said, I, I would love to know if it was one of those things where like it was a spur-of-the-moment thing or if that had been in the plans. Because from our point of view, it seems like it was something that just – like Seth woke up that morning and said, "You know what? It's a damn good day to get married." Like she was just doing yoga out there, didn't know what was going on. Seth got- might have walked out there and said, "Damn, I need to marry that." Yeah, she was probably doing some yoga, wearing something tight, and Seth yeah. probably said, "Damn, I need to, I need to marry that before she changes her mind." No, Seth was like, "Damn, I got to marry that before I put kid number two in that." Maybe, maybe so. Yeah, because I tell you what, well, run her second no, run. No, because if I'm Becky, I'm like Seth, you stay away. <laughs> or you you are either that or you get on the pill or something because you can't <laughs> like you, you had a kid seven months ago and now I feel like Becky like at any moment could get pregnant again obviously so at any moment she can go in full mom mode and say you know what I'm staying home with the kid that's it I don't think Becky that's the thing I don't think Becky wants to do that I think she's ready to get back in that ring she loves pro wrestling and so they just want the nanny to raise their kid suppose yeah I guess <laughs> I don't know. 
They got plenty of money to hire one, that's for sure. Yeah. All right, time for some cheap heat. Yes. So Eddie Kingston, everybody saw the video of Eddie Kingston after Dynamite last Saturday night went off the air. He was sent out there to send the, the crowd home happy because uh, at the end of the show, the heels got over, whatever the case may be. So you want to send the crowd home happy. He came out and kind of started talking about how, you know, AEW cares about its fans. Uh, you know, you're not going to see this on the other channel. He never specifically stated WWE, but it was obvious he was maybe taking shots at WWE and all that stuff. Most people have seen the video by now. So he came out, took jabs at WWE, basically. And uh, I had no problem with it. Um, That's been AEW's MO from the beginning. I think he came out and told the truth. I think what he said, there was no lies detected from what I uh, Uh no lie. I I heard him talk. I said, well, no lies detected here. Um, You know, he was talking about, and I think WWE cares about their fans, but they certainly, you know, with the moves they made lately, doesn't seem like they do. But um, at the end of the day, I think everything Eddie Kingston said was, you know, from the heart, was the truth. I don't think he was spewing nothing that nobody else was already thinking. But um, Bully Ray apparently had some comments about it. Yeah, Um, took exception. Yeah, he basically said, quote, Shut the fuck up and stay in your lane. <laughs> and I kind of listened to it because this is what Bully Ray said. He said, I love Eddie Kingston to death. If we were having promo wars and I was the captain of the team and someone said you get to pick one person to do the promo, I'd most likely pick Eddie because of his believability, his tone, inflection, everything about Eddie, blah, blah, blah. But in this case, Eddie needs to shut the fuck up and stay in his lane. And his lane is, as an AEW guy speaking about AEW, flying the AEW flag, I'm completely on board. Tell me about how great AEW is. Fly the flag over your comp for your company. Show me what you wear. Uh, show me that you wear your heart on your sleeve. Tell me why you were an indie guy for the majority of his career. Blah blah blah. Don't take the easy way out and knock the WWE because if you go back and listen to the fans, they really didn't pop that hard when he took a jab at WWE. You didn't get the reaction you were looking for because people are most likely thinking, "All right, Eddie, stay away from them." There's no reason to go there. If Cody wants to destroy a throne, I get it. If Jericho wants to say F you, I get it. But Eddie, why? There's no reason for him to say it. So, um, Well, I, there is when Cody Rhodes tells you what to say. Hey, go out there and make them happy and talk about this. Well, who knows if anybody gave him a script or told him to say that or whatnot. I feel like no, because I feel like Eddie, I feel like Eddie Kingston and AEW should have his own like if it's time for him to cut a promo they just hand him the mic say all right say what you want just talk well they'll they you know I, I think they'll give him like a direction to go in like i feel like they this particular instance they said go out there and send the send the crowd home happy and he did and or did he well Holy Ray didn't think so <laughs> i mean he said they didn't pop well i tell you what the video was um uh, certainly a big news story, so people paid attention to it. I will say that they might not have been some people might not have been happy about it, but it uh, it made the rounds on social media. That's for sure. And you, and you know, and then they AEW even put a video out on their YouTube channel of it. So you, you know what's so suspect to me though, like in this day and age, look, we all know that wrestling is choreographed. So why does it matter if the heels go over at the very end? Why does that matter? Well, this is, I mean... So it had to be 
it's at the end choreographed of the sh- as well. Yeah. Go out there and poop on WWE for us. I wouldn't, like I said, I would not say that. Um, because before Eddie Kingston went out there, I think he came out there, and like I said, I don't, I don't remember who was out there, but whoever the heels were out there, like I think Eddie Kingston came out as a face, and they beat up the heels and sent them off, and the, the faces were left standing in the ring, and then Eddie just got on the microphone and started to, I guess, say, like, thank you or whatever the case may be. And, you know, try, at first he was putting over AED. He was trying to put over AEW. And at the same time, bashed WWE indirectly. So, you know, because he never really said WWE, but obviously we know who he was talking about. And what if he was talking about NWA? He could have been talking about anybody. That's, that's the thing. But people was, I mean, he was talking that's where about. Where came from. Well, he said the other channel. And who's the only other wrestling show on mm. television as much as AEW. Well, Impact is on Access. TV. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't catch Access anymore, unfortunately, but I watch them on Twitch sometimes. So, But Bully Ray wasn't a fan of those comments, apparently, but yeah. I had no problem with, with what Eddie said or did. At this point, you know what? At this point, I'm almost down for anybody to say anything about anybody because it just makes it more in the rivalry more interesting except when the bucks like mimicked the i'm sorry i love you thing with sean and flair like that was a that's one of the most iconic moments in the history of wrestling and like try to mock that that's just yeah doesn't well the whole vp office is obsessed with throwing wwe under the bus like it's going to give them some sort of street cred or something yeah i don't know what they think um they they get out of taking shots at WWE. I really don't, but I get, it gets the fans talking, and they're like, "Ooh, you know," for for a little bit and things like that. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, obviously WWE is. You know, this is a term people some people hate, but WWE is obviously living rent free in uh, some of their heads you know sometimes. It. So, but uh, once again, Eddie Kingston. I didn't. Yeah, you know, I had no problem with it with what he said. I was intrigued by what he said. Now, like I said, no lies detected there from what <laughs> I from as far as I'm concerned. All right, let's go now to I think Rumor Mills next. Yeah, uh, Fightful Select says several performers who have been off television had to go to a mandatory training session that WWE was holding, and some of the names in there included uh, Sasha Banks. Well, Sasha Banks is, is is starting to get some heat too, and I don't want to get into it really about how she's like anti-vaccination and things like that. And uh, boy, you have to go look up some of that stuff on on Reddit. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, you were talking about how you know they're obviously well, they're going to be back in front of fans. Camera angles can't hide things anymore. Yeah, you know WWE will not have full control over what the audience sees anymore. So. If you're live, you're going to see what's happening live, and there's nothing that WWE do, can do to alter what you see. So, and I don't know. It's it's. I'll be interested to see how some of those shows go because WWE has literally only had one show in front of fans in the last, you know, 13, 14, 15 months or whatever. And uh, 15, we'll, say, we'll call it 15 months, and that was at WrestleMania. And... I mean, for the most part, I think, you know, the show was, the WrestleMania was great. But now you're going to be doing it on a week-in, week-out basis. And, you know, it's uh, going to be interesting to see how, 
I guess, the booking changes or how the production changes or whatever the no case may be. No more people under the ring pushing a piece of table out. Probably not, but <laughs> who knows? You know, I, I wouldn't put anything past WWE at this point. But yeah, uh, interesting there that they're gonna, you know, do these training sessions and to get people back in into shape because I feel like they should already be in that shape, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's for them, like I said, they've only been in, had one show in front of fans, where as like AEW now has had a handful of shows in front of fans, so now they're starting, they kind of got their groove back as far as being in front of fans, and AEW's been having fans show up, even when it was like 25% capacity, and then 50%, and then they got to full capacity. That Thunderdome ain't got one soul in it. They're all virtual. Yes. So, interesting. All right. F4W Online, this is bad news for all of us that are just, every time there's a WWE release, we're hoping Baron Corbin's name is on that list. Uh, they say he's beloved at a, uh, AEW, at WWE. Come on, Jim Ross. A former writer <laughs> told F4W Online that Corbin is one of the most pleasant people to work with because he will not be combative and he works with you on stuff. Damn it! And that does not surprise me because I feel like Baron Corbin is such a good heel. People who are that good at their jobs, and first of all, he stuck around. Like as as he has probably got the most heat out of any wrestler probably the last three or four years, and he's still there. He's still being featured, like a guy like that. You know that they're doing something right backstage. And I give him props for that. Granted, at, at times, uh, you know, as him for as a character, I never, you know, he never did anything for me. But certainly, uh, you, you want a guy like that backstage who is, is doing it the right way, doing his job, not causing any trouble or anything like that. And you know, he, he's a former NFL player, um, or I don't know if he ever really played any snaps, but he was on the he was on the Colts for a little bit, yeah, and whatnot. So. And he used to be a little, you know, chubbier than he is now. Like he's slimmed up. He's he's a good athlete and everything. And ever since he shaved his head, he looks yeah. better um, and whatnot. So I think he's done everything. You know, he's one of those guys that has done everything that Vince has asked him to, uh, whether it be good or bad. And he's he's one of those guys. I feel like whatever it is, he goes out there and does. Like he he goes all out for it. So. A guy like that, I, I can't, um, I can't complain, and I can't say I'm surprised that he's beloved backstage. Shortly after the news broke uh, by PW Insider that WWE producer Sanjay Dutt was backstage. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Rewind that, Patrick. We're live. We can't rewind. You're right. Shortly after news broke that WWE producer Sanjay Dutt resigned from WWE, PW Insider says that he was at AEW Dynamite backstage. Apparently, oh, he's jumping ship. Uh oh, he got a full time pos uh, position over at AEW now as a producer. Interesting. And of course, he came over from Impact the same time that they brought Abyss over. A WWE worker going over to AEW? No. Yeah. I don't believe that. They're starting from the backstage out. Uh-oh. Well. Before you know it. One of many. We're going to have a Stephanie McMahon sighting on AEW. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Oh, and video taken by, oh, and again, if you haven't uh, followed us or liked us on Facebook, you need to because we put up this amazing picture of Rebel the other day on yes. our Facebook page. Yeah, where she was showing off her back. You know it. You know, lately she has been posting more, I don't want to say revealing photos, but showing a little more skin, and I ain't mad about it. I because think, I think she knows her career is probably done with AEW. I wouldn't say it's done. She's getting hurt all the time. She's going to get an OnlyFans. Yeah, she seems like she's very fragile, yeah. uh, but... I tell you what, physically, my goodness. Would uh, you subscribe to the OnlyFans? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Without a doubt. Wait, she gave us some side boobage a little bit, too, on that picture. On yes, yeah, she, oh, you, trust me, I know. Looked at it many times. <laughs> so body slam. She back. also had, by the way, I mean to interrupt you. No, go but, ahead. Uh, she also, like, if you ever go on Reddit, she the, her, her butt is out of this world. Is that on Wrestling with the Fap? It's called Wrestle Fap. Wrestle Fap, and there's another one called Wrestle with the Plot. But oh, I see. I, I combined them both. Those are the two best ones. But <laughs> uh, they're on either one of those. Yeah. Um, there's a. I guess when she was on the independent scene, she had this this ring gear, and it showed off her ass mm. phenomenally. God bless her. And it's. I'm just gonna say it's there. <laughs> it is it's there. all that. It is there, and it is glorious. And a bag of chips. In the famous words of Bobby Roode. Yes. It's glorious. It is glorious. Bodyslam.net showed Rebel being helped out of the ring uh, at a taped tag match on Dynamite. That was from last night. Huh? That was last night. Oh, today is Thursday. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, oh, she, on, yeah, yeah. her and uh, Britt Baker yeah, Britt wrestled Baker. Uh, Vicky and uh, Nyla Rose last night. Yes. Uh, it appears she suffered a knee or leg injury. That's not good. Which, Did they and, not show that on live TV? I, Apparently not. I think I kind of fast-forwarded through that a little bit. <laughs> you saw that match, you're like, screw this. I watched some of it, but I was uh, I was trying to get to – I was behind time a little bit, and we are supposed to go to the gym right when AEW is over, so I was trying to like just – I didn't care one way or the other who won the match, so I just fast-forwarded through it yeah. to get past it. So – I didn't. I don't remember seeing. They must have not showed her being hurt on TV then. No, I think they did because I, there were screenshots of it. I think or maybe, it I don't have, know. Must have been from somebody's cell phone cam. No, I thought I saw a screenshot of like look like a TV camera. Oh, showed them helping her out of the ring maybe, but I could be wrong. Or it could have just been a a photo that they might have a photographer down there that took a picture of it and they just put it on social media. And you get somebody down there with an iPhone twelve, it'll look just like a TV camera. Yeah, you're right, but um. Yeah, certainly. Hopefully, hopefully she gets well soon. But um, she's doing a good job being Britt Baker's um, sidekick. And uh, I mean, well, obviously they wanted to wrestle, and if she can't do that, then yeah, why have her around. That's the thing. She was walking around with that crutch for a little while, and I wonder if that was a, like a legit injury she had. Apparently, or... she must have hurt her back because on that photo we had right there, it, was, it said that she's showing how well her. Uh, what do you call it when you get hurt? When you go do like different exercises, rehab. You know, rehab on her back is going. Yeah, well, as far as I'm concerned, it looked great. She had rehab. Everything the looks hell out of that every, back. Everything looks good here. <laughs> everything is okay here. Yes. Uh, so she's hurt again. Well, hopefully she gets better soon. Yeah, and starts with that OnlyFans. Yes, that too. That'll be great. All right, make sure you give our sponsor of this episode 104 some love, tinyurl.com forward slash Plexus Slim. 
AMP, Plexus Slim, AMP. If you're looking to shed some of these pandemic pounds, Plexus Slim can help you do that. Reduce cravings, lose weight. It is real simple. I've taken it, and I tell you what, um, once you drink the drink, you're not hungry for hours. It is absolutely amazing. So Plexus Slim, AMP. TinyURL.com backslash. Place this land. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. There you go. All right, man. I think that's it. That's an episode. Get us out of here, son. Outro. You've been listening to the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast with David Boston and Patrick Fry. All opinions discussed in the show are those of Average Marks and do not represent any wrestling company, organization, or individual. This has been a Lake Area Media LLC production.